0: Crispy, can't recall you getting that when I was cruising on a 10 speed. This a different era, you the past and you the past. Said yourself that I'm a Tesla, no longer need diesel gas. Kinda like the calves, ain't really need diesel ash. And even in Miami, one that on the strength of flash. You had a moment, OG, you the pioneer. But I didn't reach the top at this point, and the climb is clear. All my bars is coated in any climate that's near. So if you're looking for the stop to the rain, you can find it here
1: welcome to the juice sports podcast for october 9th 2019 i'm sean guerrero with me as always benjamin bailey how are you oh i'm doing good man it's a good week this is yeah, a I big damian first. lillard house dude i know if,
2: you love the house of dame
1: if we are the blazers i'm damian lillard that makes you hassan whiteside dude big a big wild card talented not sure what you're gonna get i think today we're gonna see that
2: I think, I, think I, I came out even on last week's picks. Does that mean I get to be Dame? What would you yeah. do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what were
1: you saying about yours? I came out even. I know, I know. You, That's said, why it's I based, you said it's on based
2: on, you. on units. That, yeah, so, exactly. That's so why I want to
1: focus on you. I don't really want to focus on me. I don't want to look at me and all my faults. I want to look at the you and your successes. That's the kind of person I am.
2: I don't know if I'd call it coming out even a success because we still lost the juice. We still lose the juice to Vegas, so overall, I think we both lost. But I just I lost. But less. are you
1: are you willing to pay that juice to have a little extra entertainment when you're watching the game?
2: Yeah, so that I actually care about Army versus Tulane. For me, as a better, yeah. I'm
1: always doing this. I'm willing to split the game 50-50. I know exactly what Vegas is doing. I'm willing to break 50-50 um, with Vegas. Uh, you know, I win one, I lose one. I went, you know, and so forth. And I'm willing to give them ten percent in order to increase like my my viewing pleasure. Right, ten percent of my units. But what I'm not willing to do is to lose over and over and over and over and over and over and over.
2: over. I think what I hear I'm hearing you say is we need to switch it up. You're not not going with a teaser this week. That's what I hear you saying.
1: I'm not going with a teaser this week. I gotta switch it it up. I'm gonna shift this into reverse and start driving backwards on the highway.
2: What's your favorite casino in Vegas to bet at? Let's say big weekend, you're there for the pac twelve. You have a session off, no you not you're not there. Where are you going? I'm I'm going. question. I'm going MGM Grand.
1: Really? I don't I, I'm a sports book connoisseur. Um for me and my friends, uh every year we go to the March Madness over at Las Vegas, there's the number one spot for me has always been um has always been Las Vegas Hilton. Uh I think what? it's called Westgate now. It's the largest sports book in the entire oh, world. It's is the that Super the one? Book.
2: Is that the one way down at the end of the
1: strip? Yeah, it's behind the yeah. uh, what's it behind the Riviera? Yeah, I know behind what the Riviera. About. Dude, that one was always like that's like classic sports book. Like it, you, I'm so glad you brought this up because this is one of my big things.
2: <laughs> I dude, how do you not like uh, the MGM? You used to go in then? there.
1: You used to be just like a how that do I not so like the nice. what MGM? Oh, I love the M- MGM, but it's just not big enough. This is like a huge, gigantic warehouse of sports where it's just oh. like 50 TVs bigger than you, the wall in your living room and
2: you're referring to just the sports book yeah the lvh okay i was gonna say man mgm you don't even have to leave it's got restaurants it's got bowling alley it's got well here's the
1: thing back in the day you used to be able to go to the las vegas hilton you could walk in with your hundred dollars right you could spend all day there because you get your tickets the nice lady comes around and as long as you smile at her you know you're a well-to-do young man you know she's used to all like the the deadbeats and the homeless people coming in you know trying to like score a cigarette you so you're getting in, the drinks. You flash them a smile and you get a free drink. Getting a free drink in Vegas is just like an adventure now. Because everything oh, yeah. is so
2: expensive. Yeah, 14 we, bucks a drink, just like they, a, a nightclub here.
1: They pulled all the they pulled all the coffee machines. Last time I went, I was at the link. They pulled all the <laughs> coffee machines out. Like that's some sort of like lean manufacturing for, for hotels. Like some business guy's like, why are we spending 10 cents a week on water for the coffee machine. Oh yeah. And it's
2: the worst coffee you ever had in your life. It comes in those yeah, fucking silver bags, you know, that real yeah. Metro used to give us just straight yeah. garbage. It was like and all the husks that, that Starbucks washes off their coffee. They bag it up and fucking sell it to Royal Metro and, and these casinos.
1: The next thing I had happen. Uh, I went to my hotel room and there's a number on your refrigerator where you have to call down the office to turn it on. So, oh you got God. like like, a, like a complete plebe, like your 1860s. You got to, you got to <laughs> ring up the guy at the front desk. Excuse me, sir. Would you, I brought my own sandwich with me. Is it possible to get my, <laughs> and there's like a timer inside the refrigerator? Like oh, yeah. Cause they're going to spend knob. any
2: extra. Yeah. They're not spending they don't no want extra money. money.
1: They don't want to run your refrigerator when you're out gallivanting all over town. But <clears throat> let me add on to this because Las Vegas Hilton's the OG sportsbook pick, but the, um, the contemporary pick, uh, Mirage. Mirage is like I the, like the really Mirage. Updated uh L V H. It's like a huge open space, a lot of room. They that like it's so much room they can have concerts in there. Um the tv is used... big. You could still score a free drink ticket every now and then. I had uh, a buddy
2: I, I had a buddy who worked at a nightclub in the Mirage and we used to get in there for free. It was awesome. Free bottle service, all this all the things.
1: Do you wanna do you want me to give you a little Vegas secret I got? Go, okay. So this is going to show how cheap I am.
2: <laughs> you sleep on the lawn at Caesar's Palace. <laughs> so I,
1: so I sleep at the fountain at the Mirage, little corner. No. So if if you if you if anybody's been to Vegas and remembers coming back. So you go down by the Mirage across the street. It's like O'Shea's and stuff like that. Oh, my uh, God. It's
2: my favorite place ever. Right.
1: O'Shea's is great. But in O'Shea's, in the entrance there, there's like a little Outback Steakhouse. And there's also a little tiny bar. It's kind of hidden. There's a William & Mary sports book. And then you walk in this little door and there's this little bar and a counter. And their like, claim to fame is they sell you a dollar Michelob. Right. So Michelob, Michelob Ultra, Miller, uh, any domestic beer They used to be their claim to fame that they give you a, like a one dollar beer. Now it's like a two dollar beer. Right. Because inflation is still and so still a good deal. It's still a fucking deal. But it's so close to the it's so close to the Mirage that you could like walk back and forth double fisted to where you're getting pretty you're getting pretty sauced for instead of like paying the twelve dollars a beer price at the, the Mirage. You just got to do a little fifty-yard walk across the street, you know, which is good for you to kind of pump the blood to get the alcohol moving through to get your body. The
2: alcohol moving through it.
1: Yeah, so you know you're burning a couple calories, you're pushing that alcohol through, so it's not just stagnant water in your liver. And then you're bringing back, you know, for four bucks, you got two Coors lights in your hands, feeling real good. So that's my little trick. It's my little tip if you're looking to save a little money in Vegas. I know you're going soon. Yeah,
2: I am. And as a young buck, the reason I enjoyed, I'm going next weekend, but I enjoyed O'Shea's number one because of the beer pong. You could just sit on that table, get hammered drunk. The pitchers are only like five bucks. Yeah. And then they also had war. So when you got off that beer pong table and you're way too sauced to throw dice or play cards, go over there and play war.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like Vegas vacation or something. Fantastic. I, I've been recently too, and O'Shea's has a really hot craps table. It's like they have their little beer pong room, and it's dark, and it's college bar-esque, but they got a really hot craps table where it just it's in the back. Everybody's surrounded around it. It's actually a really hot table. I have
2: no idea how to play craps. I just need someone to go and show me how yeah. to
1: play one time. Uh, yeah, you, they got the little class where you and uh, a couple... I was gonna say grandmas, but grandmas know how to play craps, man. That's like grandmas know how to gamble for real. Is that what we need on this podcast? We need to get a a couple gambling,
2: gambling grandma.
1: We need some grandmas on this podcast to get some good gambling tips because you always see them in the casino burning like thirty heaters, right? And they're just long darts. They're just cranking on that uh on that slot machine. So bingo what's
2: that? They love kino. It's like it's like a, a hopped up version of bingo.
1: What's a better? Yeah, exactly. What's a better way to stretch your money in Vegas than to sit there and burn a couple heaters, play some keno, and then just you just like obnoxiously waving to the waitress, like, "Yeah, another one, another one." <laughs> this keno board is lighting up at a very slow pace, just as I intended. Bring me another ginger ale and whiskey or something. I don't know what grandma's drink.
2: I don't know if we're gonna be able to get any grandmas on here if we keep losing the way we are. And and oh. with that, with that, maybe we should recap. Maybe we should do some recapping.
1: Great transition, dude. Let's start with the Michigan game. We had a wonderful on the field report from Robert Bell live from Ann Arbor. Um Love it. Was, that Midwest charm. And I got some great news for you, dude. We have we more Bob, Bob Bell. Back. We have Bob yes. back.
2: Thank um, God. He
1: he was over at the game. He gave us a halftime report, but the first half of the game was the only thing that happened. I took a nap. <laughs> I took a nap in the second half and woke up and the score was the same. <laughs> the so score technically, the
2: same. So technically the halftime report is the, the post-game post game report room. as well.
1: Yeah, so Michigan halftime 10-3. Uh, Bob was, had a couple beers, which was nice. So let's cut now to Bob Bell, uh, live from Michigan Stadium in Ann the Arbor. Bob, take it from here.
0: Hey, how you guys doing today? This is Bob Bell from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Right now we're in the big house, better known as Michigan Stadium, and it is pretty near halftime. So I'm just giving you a little bit of an update. Uh, we did not get a pregame in. I had a little bit uh, to drink. Actually, I had a lot to drink, to be honest with you, and a little bit of that pick of bologna, which is a little bit of a Midwest classic. And uh, so here we are at the game. Right now it's about 10 to 3, last time I saw it on here. Uh, Michigan's playing good. They got a good uh, defense working right now. They gave up some plays Uh, The offense is still struggling. I think I think Che Patterson obviously through that uh, interception I'm not happy with him at all to be honest with you Uh, But the defense is stepping up they're keeping us in the game It's it's seven to three right now, and like I said, it's almost halftime So uh, we got that going now a little bit about what's going on here in Michigan There's a lot of uh, rumors going on about Jim Harbaugh. So let me talk a little bit about that Um, the other day down at the grain mill Around the checkerboard, we had a couple of old-timers playing some checkers, and I was next in line to take on the winner, obviously. Uh, as Sean knows, I am a fairly good checker player. You know, chess, nah, I got a little bit more to go, but, you know, checkers, I'm, I'm right there. Anyways, the rumor has it, and you can hear it first here on Juice Sports, is that uh, uh, the reason why the team really isn't focused as well is that Jim looked really bad that's Mr. Harbaugh coach Harbaugh uh, and apparently the rumor has it that he may be going through a divorce and so his mind may be in other places at this time uh, that's a rumor that I heard around some of the older guys here like I say uh, by the way I did take that checkers game so I'm undefeated right now two and oh so I just want to let that let, let you guys know that. But other than that, uh, things are going well. I know Sean mentioned Eastern Michigan playing Central. And we know another great player, not just Dan Lefevre, but we also had the great J.J. Watts. A lot of people didn't know that he did play uh, um, tight end for the Chippewas before he went over to uh, Wisconsin. But, uh, yeah, we're pulling for Eastern Michigan, obviously, being from Ypsilanti. That's where uh, Eastern Michigan is. Sean knows. He's been there. We went down to sidetracks. We had a few. That's just the way it goes when you get over the Ipsy. You have a few. Uh, and obviously, Tim, old Big Tim, he's from Ipsy. So uh, right now, it's it, we still got a th- thing going on here. We're almost at halftime. I'm going to grab some brats and some sauerkraut, and um, I don't think I can sneak out to have any more brews, but it would be nice because we had, uh, had quite a bit, to be honest with you. But anyways, that's how things are going here. Uh, I'll touch back with you when we get out of here and start heading back over towards Plymouth. But other than that, uh, that's all I got for you guys now. As always, it's uh, always good uh, working with you guys, and uh, right now we're out.
1: Ypsilanti is a place where you go, Ben. Uh, Ypsilanti is a place where you go by the railroad tracks and drink. If that appeals to you, um, you're going to love Eastern Michigan. You're gonna love Ypsilanti. <laughs> Bob. Thank you so much. Absolute legend. Uh, Sideline reporting, unrivaled. Ben, uh, Bob obviously brought up uh, Jim Harbaugh going through a divorce. That's what the boys down at the cider mill are saying. What do you think about? Ooh. What do you think about that?
2: I think I think that coaching takes up so much of these guys' time that it doesn't surprise me at all that a big coach gets divorced. They're, they probably have a higher divorce rate than firemen.
1: Right. Military personnel, police officers, and Jim Harbaugh—he never yeah, had a Jim chance. Jim Harbaugh
2: never had a chance. What well, is? I think that that's why the Ohio State coach retired too. Again, right? His wife well, said, "I'm, I'm, I, I'm done with this. You quit or you quit. I'm quitting you."
1: She can't see the bigger picture. I just, they can't She's see the too bigger many picture. millions.
2: Too many millions of dollars in the way. Dude, those guys are never home. I can mean, a lot, have, the, a lot of a lot of times <clears> those dudes are sleeping
1: at the office. Can you imagine being a wife and watching the? the hundred thousand at the big house and being like, these people are really taking up my husband's time and I need to bug <laughs> him about doing the dishes.
2: This $9 million a year is just not worth him not being home. Could you imagine if your wife made $9 million and you never saw her? You just kind That'd of like be hanging a perfect out situation.
1: It's just like, it it's like it that, Dave Chappelle sk- that Dave Chappelle skit where he marries Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, That's one of just, the best. He's just sitting <laughs> on the couch eating bonbons. He's like, <laughs> okay, Oprah, we'll see you. <laughs> He like
2: takes the dogs for walks and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Forget. Stedman.
1: Dude. Yeah, why can't why can't Jim Harbaugh's wife just be Stedman? Just enjoy it, enjoy God, the ride. Just... I'm sorry that life is so hard for you.
2: Women are never happy, dude. They're just never
1: fucking happy.
2: Uh,
1: this so
2: just... get. What are we doing, dude? What are we get? This is getting depressed. Michigan's
1: defense stepped up. Michigan's defense stepped up to the plate in a big, um, uh, big ten slobber knocker. Michigan's <laughs> the, the offense looked absolutely shaky, to say the least. They're right, horrible very, on offense, right? I mean, Jay Patterson, Shane Patterson, um, fourteen and twenty-six, one hundred and forty-seven yards, one interception. Uh, Stanley, though, on the other side, the quarterback for Iowa, uh, no interceptions coming into, into the game, and Michigan picked off three of them.
2: Michigan's defense so good. Defense wins championships. You can right. win. You can win games like that right there, just with your defense.
1: So interesting to see how that kind of played out in just a, a big 10, you know. Just Three
2: yards, cloud
1: of dust. Exactly. Exactly. So um, what else do we got cooking, man?
2: Oh, I mean, if we're going to talk about the Twitter sphere, I know that you love Twitter. I love Twitter. Those of, those of our listeners, I don't know if you're on Twitter, but the big, the big story of the last couple of days is this NBA China thing, right?
1: It's absolutely insane. I can't believe it. I
2: can't, I can't... believe that the NBA is like backing china on this they i don't know if you saw they kicked out two fans for holding up a sign at a 76ers game that says we support oh them. i saw that too kicked them out of the mm-hmm. game there's just like we're just going to remove free speech your 300 dollars nba ticket for those, for comes those people with who a,
1: don't know for those people who don't know uh houston rockets Daryl morey uh he, he's the gm over at the houston rockets he tweeted out something to the effect of uh supporting the hong kong protesters who are seeking uh, you know their independence from mainland China. Uh, he tweeted out support for them. He said like, "Fight for your rights, democracy now for Hong Kong." Um, and then that with the huge backlash came. Uh, China uh, was completely offended by. Uh, they American banned spoke. them. They
2: banned them from coming over there and playing a game.
1: Right, and uh, a couple things happened. Uh, Adam Silver doesn't really reject it, but he doesn't really accept it. So he tried to toe a line of. Okay, I, I, I Daryl can say whatever he wants. I'm not trying to restrict his free speech, but this is also interfering with the NBA's ability to to make money in China. Okay, that's fine. Whatever, which that's is all which is
2: mind. yeah. It's apparently the NBA is prioritizing money, you know, monetary oh. value over the rights of humans, which, which is, is which is kind of scary. F- because I mean, what what happens when it happens somewhere else here?
1: Well, here's the thing. The one thing that I noticed is you have an NBA um uh, that seems to be very invested in the social politics of the United States whether it's um you know black lives matter whether it's you know you know helping kids uh, build schools for lebron so oh yeah they, they love re-
2: jumping all over it you right
1: they love like yeah they love the social politics of the United States and bringing up the oppressed but i mean even the most oppressed minority in the United States still has it a lot better than an actually oppressed you know, person in Hong Kong right. around around the entire world who are like who are lorded over by a communist regime. Uh, so it seems weird that the NFL now, you know, so vocal, you know, it, remember the whole shut up and dribble thing? And they're like, we're more than just athletes. Right. <laughs> and, that, yeah. and now and now when it, and
2: now it, it's like shut up and play basketball don't get in exactly. the way of the money because yeah, james,
1: james harden comes out and he says i love everything china does i love china i love china fu- yeah everything that china does is great. douchebag
2: went to asu does that fucking surprise you at all fuck asu Absolutely Fuck harden. and here here's another thing that pisses me off and this is a u of a guy yeah. steve kerr didn't his dad get assassinated by like iran or something wait that is a spy yeah steve kerr his dad was his, killed
1: his dad was, was a college. spy would you imagine? his dad was
2: something within military intelligence i maybe i'm speaking out of turn here you can look it up uh i'm not going to do that but uh yeah because i remember asu was was like chanting something about they were glad his dad was dead or something and it was just completely uh, fucked up and his dad died you know working for the cia or something i don't know what he did so anyway so steve kerr love he loves to come on on all the social media stuff you know black lives matter we stand with Kaepernick, you know, orange man, bad. They, he's a huge That's Trump right. hater. Of course. He's just a, a big old liberal dick sucker. Um, and then, then this China stuff happens. Silence, dude. Nowhere to be found. Silence, nowhere to be found. Where's this big mouth on, on all the oppressive issues. As soon as cause as soon as it comes to the money, China yeah. says, shut up and dance for your dollar monkey. And the yeah. NBA just gets in line. And Steve Kerr's a fucking hoe for doing anything that the NBA tells him. when he has such a fucking big mouth about everything else. I, I wish that, he didn't. I wish he never went to U of A. He's such a
1: fucking bitch. I love that this Godzilla is coming out of the ocean, dude. You dude, are, This is you a, are I, don't, ramp, I did not I
2: really kidding. want politics on this, but this is fucking.
1: I think this thrash. is bigger than politics. I think this is would actually join more people than not. I think Republican Democrats can get actually like the 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 regular salt of the earth people who really want the benefit of human beings and America's across the country, whether you agree with your politics or not. I think a lot of people can agree on the subject of. Like, hey, what the hell is going on here? The NBA is selling out the United States for for right. money so that they can bend the knee to China? Like bend China, the knee to China, China? Who's a president? China is going people. full force. They're pulling down all every because they obviously they have a connection with uh, Yao Ming playing for the Rockets. So China is like all Rockets fans. They're pulling down the banners. Nobody's showing up to the games because they have a preseason game with the Lakers and the Nets scheduled for the game, and nobody's showing up. Where thousands of people were showing up before. Now. Only like a handful of people are showing up and when the media covers it, they all have to cover their face because they're afraid of reducing their social score for the facial recognition in China. I, dude, did you see that the
2: people in Hong Kong are wearing these visors that <laughs> yeah. shoot down a hologram yeah, I, onto their face so you can't see who they are?
1: That's, if, that, if, that, so if that's a necessary
2: thing, what? And we're just going to say, oh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. We, need that. we need their money.
1: It just doesn't even make sense how we would even pander to these people. I think it's so cowardice um i think it's ridiculously ridiculously stupid um i just don't it just feels so un-american right now to do stuff like this
2: yeah it's ugly
1: and i'm really afraid that what what, because the the thing's always going to be uh like adam silver he's going to say well i have a legal responsibility to my investors to ensure that the nba is as profitable as possible right and that's always the cop out that's always going to be the cop out this is going to be the new thing so nobody no human has to take like responsibility for anything there's no moralistic integrity and that what's
2: your yeah that's what i was gonna say what is so your responsibility to an investor is a fiduciary duty you have a monetary uh uh responsibility to them but us as human beings have a responsibility to each other and the world that we're leaving to our children to make sure that this kind of bullshit can't happen because as easy as it's happening in china let's say some crazy guy let's say trump tomorrow says uh we're gonna pull all the investment from a b and c if you guys come out and talk bad about this, like everyone would go nuts here. There'd be uprisings everywhere. I mean, with the NBA kowtow to that, probably not.
1: No. And this is crazy. And then Adam silver or any CEO completely deflects the responsibility of moralistic, you know, integrity onto the fact that he has to raise as much money as possible for the, for the investors, which I think is absolutely stupid. And then, they're, they're pandering for a $5 pair of Nike shorts sold in China for, you know, mm-hmm. made by Chinese. And then you go to an NBA game and you can't get away from spending $14 on a beer. Right. right. And you you want a sweatshirt or something, it's going to be 85 bucks. You want to sit in the lower seats? You want to sit in the lower seats of Jazz versus the Suns? That's $100 at least. You can't even yeah. bring a family of when four. We went to
2: Salt Lake, we sat way at the top and those tickets were
1: each like 80 bucks. Exactly. It's so ridiculous. Uh, you're absolutely gouged here. You're pandered to. You're lectured as they stand on their soapbox to talk to you about moral responsibility. But when 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 brass tacks comes down, you have they're, to kneel down to a communist banning, regime. That's banning. absolutely ridiculous. Yep. Completely un-American. And I, I, like I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. I'm gonna secretly watch the Trailblazers. <laughs> but I'm gonna steal it. But I'm gonna secretly. steal it. I'm gonna steal. I'm gonna the- watch.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna steal all the the DeAndre Ayton games uh, with uh, streams. You know, online
1: streaming. I'm gonna pirate. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll be a pirate on the high seas.
2: Should we? Yeah. Uh, should we talk about the 49ers though?
1: Let's pump it up, dude. We, we it. brought me so down, and that uh, brought me so down from an American standpoint. Let's get to the real Americans, dude. The George Kittles. The George the Nick, Kittles of the world. What a great Nick a Boses.
2: Great to that team. The dude, don't boys. you like to see? And not in a racist way, but it's good to see a couple white dudes doing good finally.
1: <laughs> Dude, you crazy. know, unless
2: they're on the offensive line, you never hear about them.
1: I like to see everybody doing well. Christian McCaffrey absolutely Oof. annihilated the Jaguars oh my God, with an MVP so type performance. Who's who's a bigger contender for MVP right now than Christian McCaffrey? Uh, one of the best defenses in the NFL. Christian McCaffrey uh, as a as a solo player, over two hundred yards, three touchdowns. Um, what did you? How do you stop that? As a defensive coordinator for high school, you know you should have some insight on how to stop an absolute maniac in the NFL. How do well, you stop that?
2: A kid like that in high school, you don't <laughs> stop him. He just is going to run all over you. Yeah, <laughs> he, equivalent, to outscore him. Yeah, I mean, the equivalent. You can't man. stop him. What are you going to do? You can't commit too many people to him because someone else will beat you. Especially in the NFL, where everybody is the best. You know, they've been the best their whole lives. Anybody can hurt you at any time in the in the NFL. I think.
1: But can't you set up a situation where you make Kyle Allen beat you? Is there a way can you put eight in the box and then just say, "Okay, Kyle Allen, it's up to you." Yeah,
2: you or- make him. You can make, make him one dimensional and and hope that uh, they don't go over the top on you.
1: But I would Hopefully. think that I, I would think the Jaguars would have figured that out and and tried that scheme. But it seems like Christian McCaffrey was so good that he could because he's a, he's a threat in the passing game and the run game. So just because he doesn't get the initial handoff doesn't mean he's done with you.
2: Right. Yeah, he can catch it out of the backfield and. I, I'm surprised that the Jags' defense couldn't stop him. Like, he's just a monster.
1: I know. They're so good. What is it? is this his
2: third year in the league? It's yeah. Just hitting his stride? Yeah. He's just, is, we yeah, probably haven't speed. even seen the best of him. There's right. a defensive end for the Browns, that kid from a and a couple of years ago. He already has oh. seven sacks in four games. Garrett? Miles Garrett? Yeah, Miles Garrett. That. I mean, how many sacks is that guy going to end up with? He ended up with 35 sacks. He set a sack record. Dude, the Niners were like you know double teaming him two on one blocking him and he's still getting through
1: do you know who the nfl defensive player of the week was uh no who nick bosa oh yeah two, i could see that two yeah. sacks probably should have had three um matt Burita had a, a a huge break off for the 49ers here's that call from uh uh 49ers radio preseason football now they're undefeated <laughs> sitting there in october and he's got this running game working, as you see, with Matt Burita. And look at the speed on Burita. What a way to start it. 83 yard touchdown. This kid is just absolutely lights out. Burita's crazy. Kittle, the offense is 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 firing. The defense is firing. what's your prediction for the uh 49ers going forward? Can they keep this rolling?
2: Oh, you know what? They have some big injuries. Juice just got injured. They're fullback. They use Your a fullback. Juice? Yeah, the Juice. The, another big white guy. He's very versatile. He catches the ball out of the backfield as a fullback. Uh, they use him at tight end that slot. They they move him all over the place. And he's out for six weeks with an MCL sprain. Uh, Kyle so, Zurich. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I know they Let's call Let's do him a Juice. whole
1: episode where we just try to pronounce his name.
2: Different pronunciations of that guy's last name. Jesus. <laughs> and they have some tough games coming up and so he's injured they have a they have a lineman got injured just staley's out for like six or eight weeks and then they're also missing a cornerback starting quarterback witherspoon so it's gonna be a rough sledding but that front defensive line that they have is just, what a bunch of monsters
1: man exactly they play the rams on the road coming Oof. up this week on sunday they got the redskins after that so hopefully that's a pretty big break and then they have to meet our buddy uh, Christian McCaffrey uh, for the Panthers here. And then it's home for the Cardinals on Halloween.
2: Oh, that's going to be a boofooing, I believe. Do we
1: need to set up? Do we need to set up? Um, do we set, need to set up a Juice Sports meetup at the game? Get all the listeners together. Meet up at the Cardinals game. Throw a couple cold ones back and watch the Matt Burita show.
2: We should. We should go to that game.
1: I know that'd be a nice. That would be a nice on little Halloween.
2: Treat. Would we dress up or no?
1: i think i could probably i want to i've always wanted to dress up in one of those um costumes where you put your legs inside uh like an inflatable <laughs> or something and then you become like the horse and the rider and then you have like fake legs dangling i know exactly off front what of you're of talking it. about yeah <laughs> like you're, I, you're you're the ostrich legs but the human legs are fake I, hanging in off in front, front of you yeah. i saw <laughs> one
2: where an alien is like grabbing a dude from behind and you're like yeah. the dude's head and then yeah, that was pretty cool
1: yeah that's that's, that's exactly what I have planned for me. We could also do like a, a teamed up uh, costume.
2: We could do like a plug.
1: I'm the back of the horse. An outlet. No. No, not like a couple's <laughs> thing. Dude. What the fuck? <laughs> All right. Let's, let's mm. move on from that. Let's move on from that. Where What's are we there? going?
2: Where does it go from here?
1: Well, uh, Pack this, 12 is the, talk? This, is, this is the sad part where we have to make some picks, dude. That we have to talk some football and see what uh, we can come up with um to talk about this week um there's a huge lineup huge lineup for college football i'm gonna you're talk- not,
2: you're you're not going with a teaser so you just got some straight up picks to throw at us yeah i want
1: to talk we got a bunch of great games this week so i want to focus at least on this one this one's a big one so i'm grinding the gears in my manual transmission <laughs> trying to find my stride uh, when it comes to being a gambler so I want to focus on Penn State, Iowa. I think that's a great game. We know a lot about Iowa from uh, last week, so let's keep it in the Big Ten. I think I'm going to go with... Well, let's start doing some straight-up. Obviously, teasing isn't our thing. Obviously, I'm, st- teasing, I'm
2: sticking in teaser land.
1: Obviously, we're trying to find our way in the forest. I'm going to go a straight-up pick right here. Penn State, uh, minus five over Iowa. But here's what I'm going to do. I've lost so much. I need to bet big to get it all back, right? I need to bet big. Let's play <laughs> that with an under of 42, right? So we just saw that Iowa, Michigan uh, came down to what? 10-3? Yeah. Total of 13. A
2: little barn burner.
1: Penn State is a little better offensively than Michigan, obviously. A little? A lot. So what we're going to do, we're going to say Penn State covers five and that they keep it under 42. I don't think Iowa scores very much here. Here's the big deal. Penn state second best defense in the country, 7.4 points a game. That's how much they're giving up. They're only giving up an average of 7.4 a game and it's they're nothing. going up against they're going up against the third best defense in the country, which is Iowa 8.8 points per game, right? So a so, total of
2: seven points scored in this game, there's going to be two safeties and a field goal.
1: Exactly. Um, Penn state only gives up 68 rushing yards a game, right? Uh, but obviously, Sean Clifford, the quarterback for Penn State, 1,400-plus pass yards, 12 touchdowns, two interceptions. I think that's going to drive the game. That's going to push him over the spread, but keep it underneath the the total. Um, also, it wouldn't be a Midwest pick if I didn't bring up the weather, 21-mile-an-hour winds. Um, Oof, so be, it's going to be a
2: ground game.
1: Yeah, supposed to be in Iowa. So that's what I was going to ask you as a coach. Is that factor into the offense? You've got 21-miles-an-hour game. You can't be airing it out.
2: No, you got to keep it on the ground. 21 miles an hour, that means you're probably getting gusts in the 30s. Exactly. I, would not, I wouldn't throw the ball. Not. Well, I mean, these guys are, have powerful arms. Court, high school's different.
1: I oh, so also I, dude,
2: Iowa, what a horrible place to fucking live, dude.
1: I know. It's, uh, it's just it's all just flat. Corn. There's corn everywhere, Cornfield. and it's all windy. And Who
2: knows what's dusty. going on in those cornfields? Children of the corn?
1: Well, Hawkeyes, Hawkeyes have lost straight up to the Nitley Lions five times in a row average margin average marginal loss 13.8 so i think this is a i think this is a solid bet i think it's a good play i think it's so a you're nice parlaying
2: that. that so you're going straight up on both of those and then you double your cash
1: exactly that's so what that
2: means for the folks at home
1: I, I get double and i get a little parlay boost because they both have to hit right so yeah a little game boost on the both games i also have another one i need to grow <laughs> up i need to be a man I need to stop doing childish things. I need to put childish things behind me. And I I still haven't made a pick to this very second. I haven't made a pick on this game, but I have the info. Hawaii at is Boise State. Hawaii, Boise State 11 and uh, as 11 point favorite. They just hit uh, 14 on the rankings. Uh, they're going against uh, a Hawaii team. That's really not that bad, right? We are not that bad. We saw Hawaii versus uh, Arizona. Hawaii won 45 to 38. Right, but here, and I'm telling you, to this moment, I still don't know at the end of this conversation what I'm going to (laughs) say. Boise State, dude, Boise State. uh, Hawaii is 0-6 straight up in the last six games against Boise State and 0-5 against the spread. Boise State absolutely murders this team every time. And Boise State is, I think, Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to grow up and I'm going to make a decision because who the hell is stupid enough <laughs> to bet against Boise State? I need a fresh drink of water, right? Boise State five and zero against the spread on Hawaii. Boise State's defense um, only gives uh, they give up 178 passing yards a game. That's not very much for a, a Hawaii cool. team that puts up 350 passing. Yeah, yards I
2: was going to say Hawaii game. just throws the ball
1: everywhere. Uh, Hawaii's defense gives up 175 yards uh of rushing um i think the the combo of george helaney robert mahone uh each have 300 <clears throat> yards so far on the ground for uh, boise state i think this is home at boise state who's stupid enough to bet against boise at home
2: all big they need to do field.
1: is big blue field um let me go over the last three
2: what, what time is the game at
1: it's a, this is a night game this is probably the last game it's, so you all uh, hawaii
2: uh, flying out from the islands it's nice yeah. and warm nice temperate yeah maybe a little warm yeah and they're flying in and they're playing in boise idaho it's cold as 37
1: fun. degrees yeah. game time
2: God, it's boise in a blowout
1: i know last time they played 2016 and then this is i don't want to i don't want to say that this is obviously um Hawaii's Dude, team is way better.
2: There's probably not any even players from Boise on that team anymore. Dude,
1: this is trend betting.
2: It's working <laughs> no, for worst, so many people. The worst kind of analysis.
1: 52 to 16, Boise. 2015, uh, 55 to 0. 49 14. In 2012, that's how far back I'm going. Seven years. Oh my gosh. I'm definitely so going to lose.
2: So you're going to take Boise in their favor by what?
1: 11 and a half. So I can get 11 and, 11 and a half. half you're taking right that now. straight up. Uh, a 10, lot of people have been betting. The money's been going down on Hawaii, and I think it's really close. Yeah, okay. Hawaii's a great team. They just beat Nevada fifty-four to three.
2: Nevada's hot garbage. Hot I garbage. St-
1: stick me with stick me with uh, Boise I'm, State. Not, dude, Bo- I'm,
2: I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Boise State. Yeah.
1: That's I gonna be my win. teaser segment, dude. It's this is time. It's it's your time okay. now.
2: Now it's my time. Well, <clears throat> dude, the Pac-12 is a fucking mess. It is a it's a mess. If uh, if we used your transitive property, your trend betting of if they beat them, then they could beat them, like the WWF thing. Who has yeah. the belt? You know, yeah. uh, if you did that with the Pac-12 right now, based on who's won and who's lost, every single team would end up five and four or four and five. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yes. Wow. That's how. That's how much. It's the conference of cannibals. They're just they're eating each other, keeping each other from hitting any New Year's bowls. Definitely from the playoff. No one's going to make it from Pac-12. Right. That's so, incredible. So I stayed away, except for, with the exception of one game where it's just a Pac-12 team playing at a conference, and that is the Notre Dame-USC game.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: And I'm taking Georgia. Notre Dame. It's, a, it's minus it's 10 for Notre Dame right now, which means I get them at a, a coin flip. I'm taking I'm Notre Dame. Nice. Of course, they're going to win that game against USC. Right. They're right. just so fast on both sides of the ball. I don't think it, USC's really played anybody on Notre Dame's level yet. Um, yeah, so the I only thing
1: I can think of is the spark they had against Stanford. That was the one time where we looked at USC and we we're like, "Wow, these guys have the potential to do something," but they're very inconsistent with that for sure.
2: Yeah, isn't Stanford's not good?
1: Right. No, definitely not. But we do, We definitely like. We were sparked when we saw the end of that game. We were,
2: yeah. We saw yeah. Well, Olympics I was surprised that USC out. showed up. Right. The uh, my next game up. is is the Southeast Conference favorite, Alabama versus Texas A&M it's a Bama by 17 favored by 17 in this game um and so I'm going to take them and you take 10 points off of that since we're doing a three-team teaser and I get Bama at minus seven Bama's only got to be A&M by a touchdown I see I see
1: a couple lines that are 16 and a half which would which would be nice uh, a nice extra hook that you would get there oh did I
2: use did I use the beginning line no, Maybe. no, you're right. No, you're right. Oh, okay. if
1: some, some of them are 17, but, you know, if you walk around the strip long enough, you might be able to find a sports book. Six and a half? half yeah.
2: Okay. So well, I'll, be- you know what? I'll, I'll take it at seven still because I can't find six and a half on my sheet here. You just take so it, I dude. Th- I
1: think, yeah. I think you could definitely uh, pull this off. I think, that,
2: and even if, I, even if they only win by a touchdown, I still push. Nick
1: Saban definitely likes to throttle. He doesn't give up after he's up by, he doesn't feel bad for anybody.
2: Especially his own, his own conference. He loves to beat up on those other dudes.
1: They just beat Ole Miss
2: 59-31. Although, how good is Ole Miss? Not very Cal beat
1: them. Well, that, was, that was
2: good Cal, though. Cal with their quarterback.
1: Alabama plays a cupcake schedule, though.
2: Yeah, they do. They play a bunch of cupcakes, and then they play a couple hard teams. A couple hard teams at the end of the year. All right. Last I game. I think that's good. I We're going down. We're going down to real Redneckville. Not quite the Swamp, but Take close to down. it. We're going to is LSU. Missouri? Going to LSU.
1: Oh, the corndog country.
2: Corndog country. That's all you had to say. Nice, really nice fans, actually. I already brought this up in a previous podcast, but very nice fans, surprisingly nice. And right now, LSU is favored by 13.5, which is absolutely shocking to me. I know the game is in LSU. I understand that. But Florida just beat the pants off of of Auburn, right? Right. Or did they lose?
1: Uh, Auburn lost. You lost your uh, Auburn lost because you. Oh lost no! Your Auburn bad. won.
2: A- Auburn won by ten. Right? Oh no! 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 Not- I had Auburn. That's so right. You had Auburn and you lost. That's right. Yeah. Florida beat them. Florida beat Auburn. I mean, I know swamp. they had that yeah, in the swamp. I know they had a like a third longest run in NCAA history at the end of that game to really screw my whole bet up. That's how I lost that teaser. I have Florida plus seven or whatever. I'm Auburn plus seven. <clears throat> so I get Florida at 23 and a half. Wow. I'm taking, I'm taking those points all day long. Florida looks really good.
1: LSU I mean, puts up big numbers now. But those, they the, do. They've that been old, scoring
2: like 45 a game. But that, Florida's been scoring too.
1: That old school LSU where it used to be, they only, they only scored like, um, you know. Oh, and Les Miles was there.
2: Points. Yeah, and they when ran power eye. Double, double tight power eye Not formation. the case anymore. Not the no. case anymore. They're scoring no, big sir. points
1: now. a um, little cupcake schedule for LSU minus, minus Texas, but they they put up 45 on Texas.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely I mean, big scores. Yeah, I just think that Florida is not going to get just housed. Yeah. Frank's. Can you is imagine out, Florida though. losing by 23 and a half? Yeah, but Trask
1: has kind of Trask is hard. better. Yeah. I was,
2: oh my god. Is he I think he's better than Felipe Franks.
1: Yeah, I agree 100 percent
2: so that's it, man. We got Florida 23 and a half, Bama minus seven, and Notre Dame in a pick.
1: Florida has the fifth best scoring defense in the nation. Yeah.
2: They're and they're fast. They're fast on both sides of the ball. Speed kills in college. That's a big thing I look
1: at. But their real true they're road fast. game for Florida as, um, on the road in Kentucky uh, they gave up 21 points so so LSU will definitely be able to score. Can you Let's give me Let's say if
2: Kentucky puts up 50, do they does can Florida put up 28 and still win, right?
1: Right, exactly. So it doesn't matter. All right, those hey, so hey, that's he, it. And
2: oh, do you have a wild card or no?
1: Can you can you do? Um, can you give me your best, Ed Orgeron? I don't even know what he sounds like. You don't know what he sounds like? Do you mind no. if I do it? Do it. Uh, we gotta get out there. Uh, it's a little hot out there to our advantage. Go Tigers.
2: <laughs> he, so, he so he sounds kind of like that dude from The Water Boy.
1: Yeah, it sounds like he ate an entire baseball infield. <laughs> he's the best. Uh, he's though. a he's great recruiter,
2: though, right? He's the, a he's fan, the absolute
1: best. best. Dude, yeah. this, this is the one dude I would want to play for. Top. Of I can't players. believe
2: USC didn't hire him. They go and hire fucking Clay Helton. Absolutely They're ridiculous.
1: Idiots. So I think so, I got some wild card picks, dude. Some weird off-the-wall picks. Wait, you only got one. I got two. Dude, I'm I'm trying to find my stride here.
2: Yeah, well, give us two wild cards, and I'll, t- I'll tell you why. Because I wrote wild card, Steve Kerr is a bitch. So <laughs> I,
1: <laughs> You're betting I don't know on that? what my
2: actual wild card <laughs> uh actually is because i didn't write anything down
1: so you want to borrow one of mine
2: yeah Yeah. dude let's get let's you give us two wild cards i'll
1: give you one and then i'll have you um i'll have you pick the other okay so the one i want to focus on uh i want to give me a baseball one no we do need to talk about that i really like to at least break down the (laughs) fucking baseball playoffs it's going nuts right now especially for today Dude, see, you just took me right off the train tracks, dude. I just like the train fell over, and then it's gonna be a cleanup for the next two weeks. Here, (laughs) let's talk NFL football, dude. This is a real game. I'm serious, everybody. I'm really serious. This is a real game. Redskins at Miami. That's a real game. That's two teams are showing up. Redskins are coming in on a plane, dude. A plane, (laughs) right? They're coming in and they're gonna go into whatever it's called now, Pro Player Stadium. And they're going to play the Miami Dolphins in front of about 25 fans, including the friends and family of those playing. Under, over, under 41 points. Miami scores, are you ready? Miami scores 6.5 points a game. 51 rushing yards. These are like the two worst teams in the world
2: playing each other. You know, know, Who knows what's going to happen?
1: The Redskins, 49 rushing yards per game, (laughs) 16.5 points a game. They're both trying. I I can't imagine that either team wants to win because neither team has a quarterback. You have uh, Colt McCoy for the Redskins, and even you know that dude is still in the league, and then you have Josh Rosen for <laughs> for the dude, Rosen.
2: Dolphins. Dude, keeps getting screwed on terrible teams. Like if you put Rosen on the Patriots, he's going to do fine.
1: I uh... It is it is about who you're drafted by, but I don't. uh, I guess if you put me on the Cardinals,
2: who won like no games, Tom
1: Brady doesn't throw over 15 yards anyway. So if you put me on the Patriots, I'll probably (laughs) win a game or two.
2: I love Barry, dude. Barry
1: is the best. If If, if nobody
2: knows, we're talking about Barry McCockner. He is a guy on Twitter. He loves to break down Tom Brady games, the the very difficult throws that Tom Brady makes every game.
1: So for this. This is an obvious under for me. I just don't see how this goes over 42. In a situation where, um, in a situation where you have two crappy teams, what do you think comes to the top? Do you think
2: defense? You think, it'll be a defensive game, right? Because they're both off, awful
1: on offense. So I, I,
2: think, I think you're right. I think on, that's I think a good pick.
1: Both, I think they're both awful on defense too, though. I think that's part of the problem. Is that they're 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 awful on both.
2: They're awful do on both I mean? sides of the ball.
1: I think they're awful on both sides. Of the Man, that
2: that sounds like you're talking yourself into a really risky pick. I'm glad Miami, that this isn't the one you gave me.
1: Let me give you let me give you the totals of what Miami's given up on defense. Baltimore they gave up 59. New England they gave up 43. Dallas they gave up 31. Chargers they gave up 30. These dudes give it mm-hmm. up. And you're going to sure.
2: go under on 42, huh? It's only oh, yeah. three touchdowns each.
1: It's okay. I I don't All mind. Right. I don't right. mind. I think that's a, I. I just don't think th- who's going to do it. Who's going to do it? Somebody <laughs> listening, tell me who's going to do it for the Redskins. Chris Thompson? Is he going to do it? I mean, there's still... It's still I've never
2: like... even heard that name.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. So All I right, think that's well, the under... Let me give so you the, the other under. one, then you can make a pick on it. Okay, let's do it. Let's see which way you would go with this. I wonder if I should make it like mystery teams, or if I should just tell you who it is. Tell,
2: tell me who team. it is, and I'm, let me make the pick. How could I choose if it's a mystery team? <laughs>
1: Well, I was just going to give you the stats on the teams and then you can decide which one you want. You're going to give me their last. Well,
2: the last nine games they played in humidity (laughs) above 68. It's one of the teams has blue and one of the teams has orange. (laughs) Lions, Bengal.
1: Dude, okay. Actually, that's funny because you picked it wrong. It's neither of them. So it's the Seahawks at Cleveland, Russell Wilson, 1,400 yards, 12 touchdowns, no interception, Chris Carson. Uh, has a bit of a fumble problem. He's got a bit of a bug. Um, Seattle only gives up 80 yards rushing. Uh, all you got to do is uh, stop Nick Chubb, make the, make Baker, Baker Mayfield beat you. So you have a little expertise, and when it comes to Browns, um, Seattle's a two-point favorite going into the hellhole that is Cleveland, um, a city that has basically nothing to do. It has a casino in downtown. It's an absolutely desolate, homeless, um, huge, crazy problem. But what do you think they
2: are a hundred and seven percent under the poverty rate or something insane like that? They're it's...
1: when you were talking about poor
2: city, they are up there. They're way Lake
1: up there. Erie is on fire at any time. Um, absolutely <sighs> nothing. It's the only place that I've ever visited in the United States where I was on vacation.
2: That was worse than Tucson.
1: And then I was like, I can't wait to get back to Tucson. <laughs> I can't wait to get back to Tucson because their little stretch in Cleveland, their little stretch of bars is worse. Believe it or not, then that the stretch ours? of bars in Tucson. The yeah. stretch
2: of bars on Grant Road, the the, the old uh, the old dive bars, like the Mint and the Shelter,
1: I love those. The Golden bars. Nugget, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, the Nug, the Bay Horse.
1: Oh, my gosh, that's Cleveland. That's like their all-star lineup in Cleveland.
2: That's all of it. At least the Mint opens at 6 a.m. Um, <sighs> Man, you know what? I need to mix it up, too. I know that Russell Wilson's on fire. I know they're famous yeah. for the NFC West. Yeah. I just think the Browns got completely embarrassed on Monday Night Football. I don't you think I they're going Baker it Mayfield. Yeah, <laughs> that dude has like a an attitude like you tell him he can't do it and he's gonna do it. That's how I feel about him. And so right. I think that they're gonna come back next week. They have all, right. all the tools. I don't know you why they're gonna trap
1: it. I feel I have a feeling that this is a trap. I bet. think they're
2: coming back. Miles Garrett is just a fucking
1: man child. I
2: think uh, I was and I, I I'm gonna take the Browns. Browns, what do I get? Two Browns and you two get, and a half? You get or two
1: or points. Four? You get two and, two. and a half.
2: Uh, yeah i think they win that Oh, it game looks out. like
1: yeah yeah it looks like you get two um so this seemed like a trap bet to me this opened at plus two seahawks i couldn't believe it i was like wow i get the seahawks and points but it's 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 shifted four so people points. are
2: hitting so hard on cleveland that it's already shifted four points they're, that's a huge hitting, line swing
1: no they're they're hitting on seattle yeah that they, they swung it all the way around to seattle's the favorite now so the money's coming oh, in on Seattle. Okay. yeah yeah but I know what you mean, though. It seems like really traffic. That's a big
2: swing because the lines didn't come out until yesterday, right? For right. NFL,
1: they don't come out until after the Monday night game. I would imagine. I don't know how it works if it gaps up like the stock market or I, if I it, know like, that it slowly com- progresses.
2: For I know for college it comes out Sunday, like afternoon. And so, like, the, the biggest line swing we've seen so far, right, is uh, U of A versus Washington. That one swung four points in four days. This is swinging four points in one day yeah that's a huge swing so yeah i'm gonna pick the browns i
1: I hate to think that i would put my hard-earned money on the browns but this seems like a game where seattle wins by one point they do mark that mark that for next week they're playing in the
2: dog pound playing in the dog pound.
1: speaking of cleveland homeless problems i have a little homeless problem myself i live in uh a nice neighborhood i live in a south shea the thing I well, I don't even know where that is. I live next to Thomas Road, which is notoriously not good. Okay, uh, 40th and Thomas. I, I I'm right in the middle between Scottsdale and downtown Phoenix, right? In yeah, the, I know where you are. Things, just north of the airport, got a little homeless problem, which is kind of <laughs> weird. This guy throws his blanket over my fence and he kind of sets up camp behind my uh, house. A little weird, and I'd like to get your ideas on this. But so what I do, the way I've been handling my homeless problem, is you I there's not homeless people have nothing to lose you can't just confront a man who has nothing to lose because you don't absolutely know what that's
2: get. what i would do i would go out there <clears throat> six four and a half 250 yeah. and i'd say get the fuck off my property and then he smash would smash all your, your fucking teeth down your
1: throat and then he would bite your arm and give you hepatitis b because he, he has would try to lose. and
2: i would just beat the shit out of him and i would Here's drag my- his unconscious body out to the fucking street to get picked up by brush and bulky
1: and you just hang you, you put him out in the front as so soon as the, he came back
2: i'd whoop his think. ass again what's he gonna do call the cops this and dude's trespassing and, and I beat he, him up, and then he tried to bite me, and then I, I beat him <laughs> up. Like he came back, and I beat him up again. He didn't
1: try he's, to bite you. I think he would <laughs> bite. He would bite you. He would not bite me, dude. They someone's lunging at you. you
2: with their face. What? Do you, that's the, it's the greatest target no, in the world.
1: You're bringing it in close, like Mike Tyson. You're bringing in the fight in close, and th- that's where his teeth are, dude. You
2: know what would the greatest, the greatest deterrent to fights ever is? You just put on very slowly while they're talking to you. Just put on a pair of brass knuckles. I swear to God, it is it. It takes the aggressiveness out of everybody. Everyone wants to be your friend when you're wearing brass knuckles. That this dude will move right along. I guarantee your neighbor doesn't have brass
1: knuckles. Have him move along. First, time, first off, I, I don't have brass knuckles. But second of all, <laughs> he probably has a knife at least. You can't be homeless without a knife. That's ridiculous. That's like the homeless handbook. Uh, third of all, um, I don't even know the legalities of having brass knuckles. But whatever. But beyond that, <laughs> beyond that, I, I, here's my tactic to this. I can't just throw his shit in the trash. In my trash, I have alley pickup. Which uh, I can't just throw his shit in the trash. Can I guess he, what you do? Because guess what, he's going to pull it out, right? That's true. Well, well I mean, he kind of lives what... in the trash. He's exactly. kind of like a level it's five like I trash put it in his storage. Himself. It's like I put it in his storage bin, right? right? <laughs> like his cubby. What do you think I did?
2: I'm going to say you avoided conflict because I, I think that I you, you're not big on conflict. I have something to lose, yeah? Right. You're. He's probably bigger than you, and no. He's not?
1: I don't think, I don't see, you don't see a lot of big homeless people, I don't think. It's just not a, yeah, I don't think it's a profession. Dude, this homeless park down here by
2: U of A, there's some big ass dudes that I would Like football players? Not football players, but just like tall. And you know those like dudes who are super lean, you know that they're just like tough motherfuckers. It'd be like, I know. there's
1: no doubt that they're tough. The the road is,
2: has problems. Dude, they're like cockroaches. They, they, these are the cockroaches that got microwaved and frozen. What do you think I did? What do you think I did? uh you called the cops
1: no i didn't call the cops i have a new thing dude what i did is i can't throw it away in the trash because he's just going to go like oh duh he just put it in the trash that's where i got it from so it has changed nothing so what i do is i steal it i steal his stuff look at you
2: you're stealing from homeless people
1: i am stealing from homeless people i've become the homeless person i dress up i get I, i brush a couple dust you know stuff on me I go out there. I'm now the homeless person. I steal his stuff. Now he knows that this is, this is my territory as a homeless person. So for my homeless character, I've dominated the area now. I he like doesn't it. retaliate against Sean, the well-to-do homeowner. You know, you throw his stuff in the trash. He's like, oh, I'll just go. I'll break, the windows, at, yeah. I'll I'll go break the windows out. Yeah. I'll go steal his house. I'll go break he his dog. 2005 uh, Toyota Corolla. <laughs> you know, he Why don't you just do pee
2: all over his stuff? He just probably, a, never just mind. He's my dominant.
1: He, yeah, yeah, he probably pees. That thing's cut. I cold. like the long distance though. I, I definitely bring gloves to do all of this. So yeah, I steal it, and so when he comes back, he's like, "Where's that blanket that I stole from somebody else? Oh my gosh, somebody has stole it from me. This is a contended area. I'm leaving." So did he move out? He's gone, dude. I don't see any of his stuff or anything. You did it. I mean, it's I, I can't stole believe his stuff. that worked. It that's the, my new play right now. I become the homeless. If you want to beat a homeless, genius, you got to think like a homeless. That's
2: next level high, highbrow IQ shit, right? there. Is there any
1: hypocrisy to us talking about human rights for the Hong Kong protesters? Um, and then you steal from homeless people? And then I steal from the, is there a conflict there or no?
2: No, I don't, I don't see one. I feel like you're just defending your properties, you know, yeah. your property rights.
1: Exactly. I think so too. What, how so, do you think
2: this, how do you think this went today, dude?
1: I think it went absolutely wonderful. I think that we addressed human rights. I think that we also destroyed the human rights of the person who lives behind the house. (laughs) Uh, I think we got to talk some great football, nonpartisan football. We went right down the line, gave you sports just the way you want it, talking about Big Ten football, talking about Pac-12 football. That's what people want. They don't want all the fluff. ESPN, they won't even let you talk about China. So this is where you get it now. Right.
2: There's no transgender talk here. It's just straight straight down the
1: line sports. Your wife isn't coming in, barking at you, talking about something. Real, you know, you just real get quick, it right here.
2: did you see just so because we're on human rights uh i thought this was uh, really good melinda gates tweeted out that she is pledging one billion dollars to gender equality
0: and uh, i just
2: i just couldn't help but think wow nothing says gender equality like, like a woman one- who's done fucking nothing in her entire life giving away a billion dollars of a man's money like nothing think,
1: really screams gender equality more than that. I don't think they want equality. I think that they want to take over and I welcome our new female overlords. It's time for me to sit on the couch and watch TV while they go to work. I appreciate that. I welcome them. Love it. All right, a good brother, place to wrap stop. It up. All right. Brother. wrap it up. I'm going to go. I don't know. I don't know. Take a nap.